Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com save. BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to BetterHelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through BetterHelp.com slash save. BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it. Raiders! Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! Love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano at the 50, time running down, Oakland football, and I think Oakland victory. The Raiders have scored on the most dreamy, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. <laughs> Chilling, listening to Murph and Mosh while showering little Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> showering little Chevy. That's funny. <laughs> what is up Raider Nation your old buddy Murph back once again for another fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio Raiders Fan Radio episode number 118 and of course you're uh, already listening to the uh, to the belly laughing one and only Uncle Mosh welcome to the uh, fan cave the man that adorns the southern annex of the Murph's fan cave desk the one and only Uncle Mosh 
There's audio now. Okay, okay go for it. So we're, we're, we're doing our prep, right? And of course, Raider Nation, I tell him all the time, push the damn button. The last <laughs> thing I say to him, push the button. <laughs> but, oh, I got it, Uncle Mush. Don't tell me what to do. It's my man cave. Oh. I'm like... Push the button. All right. So anyway, so I read. Oh, yeah. That's exactly how I talk, too. That's exactly how it sounds. So I go, okay, okay, okay. So uh, did you push the button? Yeah, I pushed the button. Okay, so uh, we're looking on here. We're going, hey, all these people are in. Oh, yeah, it's great. Uh, Ron's here. Adam's here. Chris Potts is here. Chevy Raider's here. Chevy Raider chimes in. He says, Oh, man, Murph, you decided to go live while I'm in the shower, LOL, right? And we laughed about that. We kidded. A couple more minutes go by, and Chevy chimes in. He says, yeah, I'm just chilling, listening to Murph and Mosh while showering little Chevy. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. That was very funny. So, I, uh, so we could have a whole discussion on the logistics of how Chevy Raider got his phone in the shower, Mosh. Yeah, I yeah. used to have one of those. I had, I had a I flip phone. Man, I wish I had my flip phone. Oh, I remember that one. I love that. I one. remember because I remember we were at like a Thanksgiving or something, and we were and you and you were like, "Oh, Mosh, you get a new phone." And you're like, "Yeah, it's really cool. It's waterproof." And we're like, "Really? It's waterproof?" And you went, "Yeah, look." And you went, "Boom!" And like dunked it into like your drink. Yeah, I'm I was like, like, "Call me." <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. So, hey, uh, so real quick. So uh, uh, in the chat there, uh, a, a bunch of you have already joined us, and thank you for joining us here uh, on Raiders Fan Radio uh, for episode number 118. So if you ever want to listen to us live, uh, you can check us out on YouTube. That's YouTube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave, M-U-R-F-S Fan Cave. And so uh, when you watch us live, you can participate in the show, which is awesome. It's one of our favorite things about the show is, uh, is the Raiders fan community. Uh, and there's a lot of you already in there that are joining us. I can't scroll up, but Q-Dog is in there, of course. Uh, Sean Grogan, uh, DT The Sun, Coach Randy Hansen. What's up, Coach? Raider Critique. Uh, Running Bear is in there. Uh, Ron The Wrench is in there uh chris rubio chris potts raider trav raider critique pirate 1975 adam hill herman munster whole bunch in there uh and also our buddy just win johnny and mosh i'm pointing out just win johnny right right particularly not only because he's a super talented guy and does a lot of cool graphics but he's got a cool new starter uh, uh graphic coming up and so we were he said i know murph you rock starter stuff and so i, I talked about this thing a few weeks ago, and I never showed it on the show, so I'm wearing it now. So you can see there, for those of you that are on the YouTube there, there's the starter logo, and this is my old school starter oh, jacket. Man. I love that. From, I keep waiting for, for two things to happen. Okay. Me to lose 80 pounds and you to leave that laying around. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so this thing's cool. It's way too hot here in the fan cave for, uh, uh, for, for me to wear it for the show, but I'll show you the back of it here, too. So it's really cool. So that and it's got the, of course the, uh, the the Raiders logo there. Yeah, nice. Uh, which is so cool. And it's got the uh, it's got the holster zipper on the side. Sure. And everybody remembers yeah. starter jackets were all the rage, man. Oh, for absolutely. Years and years yeah. and years. Yeah. So it was really cool. So I told the story about how my my brother found this at my dad's place and uh, and sent it to me, and uh, it was it's it was awesome. It's awesome. So. Appreciate Al- Alan, uh, my, my uh, little brother, for doing that. And so I uh, appreciate all of you joining us. And uh, thank you, Just Win Johnny, uh, for joining us and bringing up the starter uh, stuff there, my friend. All right, so as I mentioned, you could join us uh, on YouTube every week, uh, live here in the Fan Cave, where we do this thing called Raiders Fan Radio. And so this week we're doing episode number 118. And uh, we got not a ton to get to. There's not a ton of news out there, but we do have a few fun stories uh, to get to you. Of course, uh, if you want to listen to us on the 
audio podcast. You can always listen to us on any of your favorite podcast services like Stitcher, Google Play, uh, Apple Podcasts, anywhere uh, that you get your, uh, your, your audio podcast. And if you're an Android user, you can download the Raiders fan, or actually the Murph Fan Cave app and get uh, not only this show, Raiders Fan Radio, but you can get all three of the shows on our network, which is this one. It is Mondays with Mikey and Murph when that one's going. And then the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead, Tom, and Fitz. And Uncle Mosh has got some contact information for you. And so we'll have him play that. And then we'll uh, jump into number 118. All right, boys and girls, pay attention. You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an update. That's right. I got some stuff for you. Take out a piece of paper, a pencil, a pen. Ah, heck, use your pocket knife and carve the info into your dashboard (laughs) as you're driving down the highway. First off, you need to like us on our fan page on Facebook. That's right. Go to Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter. You know your old Uncle Mosh. He twits now. That's right. Go to at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right, RaidersFanRadio.com. Heck, if you wanted to, you if you wanted to, if you want to, you can even email us show at RaidersFanRadio.com or call us on the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube where you can get all the show links like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit? You know, Mosh, uh, you know, here in, in the fan cave and uh, at, at, at your fan cave, your, your man cave at, at uh, Casa de uh, Del Mosh there, uh, we like stuff, man. We're so into stuff. We're into stuff. We're not like, we're not, I wouldn't call us materialistic uh, individuals, but we do like stuff. We like stuff. We like stuff. We like swag. <clears throat> swag is the best. You gotta, gotta, you gotta have your swag. So there's a, so there's a couple of ways that we want to kind of hip our listeners to get some new swag. All right. Okay. Talk so to me. first off, there's a link in our show description here on YouTube, and it will also be in the audio podcast. If you need new Raiders gear, if you need a new uh, new era hat like I'm wearing, or if you need a new uh, player jersey like Marcel Reese back here, or you want a personalized jersey or whatever it may be, please, if you're going to go to NFLshop.com, hit the link on our description and go to NFLshop.com that way. When you hit the link, it'll take you directly to the Raiders spot, and then anything you buy on there, uh, it will go towards a portion of that will go towards uh, a fund that we're setting up and we're going to donate that money. Uh, we may use a part of it to pay for the show, but only a small, very small portion of it, if, if even we do. Um, but the majority of it, we want to give it away. We had some fantastic ideas last week from the guys uh, in the chat as far as different charities, Mosh. Uh, Bolitnikoff Foundation got thrown out there. Uh, Derek Carr's charity, Valley Hospital, got thrown out there. There's a handful of them. And so keep those ideas coming. And that's what we're going to do with the money. So if you need new Raider gear, Go through that website link, please, and and buy your gear that way uh, at NFLshop.com. Then also, if you need a new T-shirt, Mosh, give it to them. There is the new Raiders Fan Radio T-shirt. So... Uh, so as you can see, are these are the proofs that we mentioned last week. They they made it in, and oh, oh gosh, no, sorry, my! Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> you don't. Sorry. We had our biggest ratings. <laughs> <in the> <laughs> last time. Jeez. That was for my home. 
that was that was for my boys Jeez. in New Jersey. I promised them I'd do it. Oh my god! Sometimes you just got to do a little truffle shuffle. Oh my god! <laughs> well, it's a good thing Uncle Mosh manscapes. Right, so, so anyways, you can. No, get, you know what's funny? They uh, don't do, uh, not show anymore. That's that. The end. So, so it's you're gonna, making my glasses fog up already. You're gonna, you're gonna end up putting me in the in the in with the belt around me in the oh chair, so gosh. I can't stand up. Oh my gosh! You're gonna put, gonna put you in, in, in time out there, my. All right, so. Uh, so, so the get made shirts. So uh, we're gonna have these for sale up on our website very soon. Uh, these were just the proofs. We're gonna get the rest of them uh, in soon, and then we'll have them for sale. And then uh, just so you can buy them on the website. And then for those of you that are coming to the draft, though, uh, you can uh, you can grab it uh, from us uh, in person. And uh, and we'll and we'll be glad to to uh, uh, to sell you a t-shirt there. At our, again, and we're not making money off this stuff. We're gonna give the money away, but we're gonna sell these shirts. And uh, so I hope you guys dig the get made shirts. And uh, of course, you know that in reference to our our made men here on Raiders Fan Radio. And, okay. <laughs> so, okay. so monster mash Ken goes. Hey, Uncle Mosh, for for the radio listeners that don't yeah, know, yeah. I was showing off the shirt. And I and I pulled up the shirt and I did a little truffle shuffle. I just, I just got a little bit of your belly just in a there. A couple seconds of the belly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah. Lot of, as sixty years of work went into that. Okay, there's <laughs> yeah. a lot of lasagna there. <laughs> and Chris Potts loves it when I when I you know I show off the little belly. Monster Match goes, oh my goodness, you ought to get a tat on that belly saying "Welcome to the Jungle." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'd have to play the theme song that's every perfect. time. Every yeah, time perfect. I, every time I truffle shuffle. So speaking of that, I got to show you a funny picture. For those of you that are listening audio-wise, you're not going to be able to see the picture. I'll describe it for you, though. So Potts sent me this picture because of he got Uncle Mosh to do the truffle shuffle last week. Right. Now this is back-to-back weeks. I'm kind of afraid of what week three is going to look like. <laughs> uh, but back, the back-to-back weeks, uh, Chris Potts has gotten Uncle Mosh to do the truffle shuffle. And so he sent me this picture. And what it is is he took a, a crop of Uncle Mosh's face and then he put it on Chunk's body. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hilarious. So, so I told Potts. That I would share this with you, Mosh, on the show this week. Nice, thanks, yeah, Chris. So there's, so there's your picture. Uh, for we Chris, might for get Chris a Potts. T-shirt made just like that for him. Just, yeah, 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 yeah. And have it just say "Get Pots." Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Chris goes. We have lasagna at our tailgates, Uncle Mosh. <laughs> you won't if you invite Uncle Mosh. <laughs> you better double up on that order. Oh, man. All right. So anyway, so appreciate you all uh, supporting the show in the way that you do. And again, if you're gonna, if you need swag. Hit us up for a T-shirt, and then uh, and then if you're gonna buy online, uh, hit up our link in at Raiders or excuse me, hit up our link that will take you to NFLShop.com. All right, Uncle Mosh. Um, let's see, you already played our contact info. Uh, so here in Raiders Fan Radio, we like to give respect. We do give respect. We give respect. We don't do props. We don't do shout outs. Nothing wrong with those things. But here we do. We do respect. We, we do it our way. We do it our way. We're, we, like, uh, we're, like, we're like the chairman of the board. He did it his way. We do it our way. Where he's over here. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, right. right. That's Sinatra. right. Sinatra. He told us, "Don't be a name dropper." Nope. That's right. He always said that. He always said that. Every time we talked to Sinatra, he says, "Hey, don't be a name dropper." We said, "All right, I'll make sure I let Sammy Davis know too." Yeah. All right. So, um, all right. So we want to give respect. So a few guys uh, uh, want to give respect. First off, uh, we'll we'll do kind of the, the down note. Uh, condolences to the the folks at, at Stringer. Just um, breaks my heart, dude. 
It sucks. Uh, so Stringer, we had Johnny Spencer, who is a Raiders fan, drummer for the band. We had him on Raiders Fan Radio a few months ago. Great guy. Had a, had a lot of fun talking to him and got uh, familiar with their music and, and with their, their whole vibe and everything. And a uh, great group of guys, fun guys. And uh, sadly, Mark Fletcher, the lead singer of Stringer, uh, passed away this week. And so we want to send up our condolences yeah, and, and, and rest in peace to him. And we didn't know Mark, but we know Johnny, obviously. And so... Uh, so sad news there. Uh, we, Long we time went. they were li- li- lifelong buddies, and just I mean, had a, have this, we're gonna I'm gonna play their little their their soundbite later in a, okay. in a minute, but just super guys, super guys, super guys. Man. Absolutely, go check out their videos if you haven't already, and uh, for sure, for sure, t- uh, definitely, definitely condolences that way. Absolutely. Um, okay, so uh, uh, on a lighter note, so uh, to give respect, Mosh, right behind Mosh. Also, this is gonna be the behind the Mosh hour. So there's a, a flag up there, an NWO red and black flag. So uh, Uncle Mosh and I, going back, are huge fans of that era of wrestling. For those of you who don't know, that's a that's a professional wrestling reference. That's to a group, uh, the New World Order, that was part of WCW and then eventually WWF uh, and E uh, as as they they merged. So anyway, so uh, we're big wrestling fans. Uncle Mosh, not only are we big fans. But Uncle Mosh has done joint promotions with, uh, you know, nationally known guys, yeah, guys yeah. that aren't around wrestling actively anymore. Dirty but, Dutch Mantel. Yeah, guys you know, that. The, uh, uh, Kane came to my classroom and absolutely be, yes. before he was a big name. Before talking, he was Kane, right? Yeah, yeah, it was nineteen ninety six, ninety seven, something like that. And came and spoke to my kids, you know, and and uh, oh, it was awesome. It was awesome. It it was it was super cool. Brian Christopher. I mean, there was. There was a ton of them that were there. And then about what? About four years ago, you and I ran into some of the guys at that oh, event that we that went was to. amazing. Yeah. yeah and we they, went, and they remembered us. Yeah. And it was like, wow. And we met X Pac and we met we met a whole bunch of guys. Yeah, yeah. That was that was really cool. So um so we you know, we're 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 big fans of this stuff. And like I said, and Uncle Mosh especially, uh, he's the one that really got me into it. I was into it a little bit, uh, but he really got me into it a lot. And and that era is kind of like our favorite era. Like back then, like the sure, late man. 90s, early 2000s era of wrestling is our favorite. And so anyway, so Uncle Mosh and I used to do these joint promotions at this bar that I worked at, and we would we would have people come in dressed in sumo suits and wrestle <laughs> each other. Uncle Mosh also, in terms of, that's I, I, not real wrestling, but not choreographed wrestling, but uh, for real, like... Scholastic wrestling. Scholastic wrestling. Uncle Mosh was a uh, very long time uh, coach and actually coached state champions yep. and a very, very yep. successful career as a coach. So Uncle Mosh, having that background, he used to bring his wrestling mats to this bar I worked at <laughs> and we would put down wrestling mats on the dance floor and dress people up in these big padded sumo suits and they have them get all drunk and fight each other. It was, Oh my God. We I don't know. Fun. I don't know how we didn't get sued. How, Cause like, we didn't have anything back then. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. So, uh, anyway, so with all this wrestling background, our buddy monster mash, Ken, the creator of little Murph and good friend of the show, supporter of Raiders fan radio has these, uh, he follows actually, we got followed by a podcast called Wolfpack Nation on right, Twitter. Right. Then I found out that it was linked to Ken. And I asked him, I said, is this the Wolfpack like the NWO Wolfpack? And he said, yes, that very one. So 
Ken has started this podcast. So congratulations to him. Also, congratulations to Bobby Wasabi, who also joins us in the chat room. Sure. It's those two, and I believe there's another guy that I don't know who the, the third guy was. But uh, So those two guys that are, are, are friends of ours, show friends of ours. So those two guys have started this podcast. They're going to do wrestling. They're going to do Raiders stuff. They're going to do, like, I'm like... This sounds amazing. Yeah, and so, yeah, yeah. So he's like, well, would you, you know, would you guys want to come on? I'm like, yeah. I mean, I even, I'm like, dude, you need a home? I'm like, that would fit in on the fan cave. Like, I mean, so it's, anyway, congratulations to you guys. I think it's an awesome endeavor. And then so, so all this is going on. So, uh, so with, with, with Ken, also at this around the same time, somebody puts out a tweet that says, uh, I'm tired of all the negativity. Say something positive. So Ken puts out this tweet and says, uh, I'm paraphrasing, but it's like, you know, uh, you know, I, I, my day is always more enjoyable when I listen to, and then he lists off like 10 different podcasters. Nice, okay? nice. And he includes us in there. Very gracious. Oh, of him, right? sweet. Puts us in there. Well, this thread blows up my phone, Mosh. I had to turn off the notification. Like, Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of notifications as people are responding to this and joining in. And ultimately, and the reason that I brought up all this to begin with is that Amy Trask got copied on this and uh. she fired back about how nice it was that all this positivity was going on amongst all these Raider fans and Raider podcasters uh. and all this stuff. And so that was really cool. That was a nice end to this whole big giant Twitter thread uh and it was all started by monster mash ken so oh man yeah no kidding you know what we need to we need to follow that up and get amy on the show uh, i know right yeah well after we book Derek carr and john gruden then we'll get to amy trask uh, she should be before that yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's so funny when people say that like you know what you should you guys should get madden on your show yeah okay i agree yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah okay that would be awesome yeah yeah you guys should Jeez. get mark davis Oh, sure. You got right. his number? Yeah. Hey, go ahead and yeah. tweet me or, or, or share his contacts with me. Yeah, okay? yeah, 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 yeah. Send me that contact info. We'll get right on. All right. So uh, I got I got two more for you. Um, first off, let's let's go and redirect it directly back to the Raiders. Uh, I want to uh, I want to share a fun, a feel good story with you about a flag football team that won their. You know, the NFL does all these sponsored. Yeah, I love that flag football teams. Really cool. Yeah. Well, the team, I don't know what the age group is. By the looks of them, they're probably 10. Uh, these, these, these kids down in Orlando won the, the NFL-sponsored flag football championship. Well, they're the Raiders. They're the Apex Raiders is their name. And don't you know, man, the freaking Raiders themselves, the Oakland, soon-to-be Las Vegas Raiders, reached out to this group of kids and coaches ah. and invited them to Vegas and not only did they get to go to Vegas, they got to tour the new facilities. Oh, that's so cool. And they had all this like, you know, swag and all this stuff and got got the royal treatment. So I want to uh, want to play some audio for you. Uh, this is the Apex Raiders uh, flag football team visiting the Oakland Raiders in Vegas or the Vegas Raiders. In, whatever. In, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the I mean. Raiders. The Raiders. The Apex flag football team, nine to 10 year old. They were able to go to Orlando during the Pro Bowl and win the national championship. And in winning the national championship, they were able to come out today and have a tour of the stadium. Every game that we play, the grass will be perfect. That whole field tray will slide on wheels into the building. We got to have a tour of the inside. It was uh, really cool. We got to see how the game plan of what they're going to build. And uh, we got to see this very nice stadium. 
and we got surprised with that we're going to get uh, Raider tickets to a game. You will be at a Raiders game this upcoming season. It means the world to them seeing that they're the first team out here to do this. Got some Raider fans over there, so this is something I'll never forget. And doing and supporting, it just shows the love, and, and that's what the Raiders is about. All right, good stuff there from the Raiders, man. man I love that's it. So cool, absolutely. Those are the those are my favorite kinds of stories, man. When they when they do that, you know, the stuff with the whether it's veteran players or uh, you know a group of kids like this, anything community outreach. Anytime they they reach out to people and then bring them into the fold, man, that's one of the things the Raiders do, and they do it unlike anybody else. So so pretty cool there. Much respect to the Raiders. And congratulations to the Apex Raiders for winning their uh, their championship. That's one more championship than the big Raiders won <laughs> recently. So, so can definitely congratulations to them. All right, one more for you. Uh, as far as respect goes, Mosh, before we get into episode uh, 118 and the significance of 118, um, for those of you that remember our buddy David Northrup, David is a professional touring drummer uh, that's uh, a friend of ours. He's actually a neighbor of mine now, and uh, he's, he's been a good friend for like eight years now, and uh, and he joined us here. He was He's a Steelers fan, so we had him in for Steelers Week uh, here in, in the fan cave and, and talked to him about that, but uh, David is, you know, he's, he's pretty well known around town in Music City, and he's played with, you know, some pretty big names, you know, people from like Travis Tritt and Boz Skaggs and Winona. Uh, and like you name, I mean, there's all this resume is longer than, than I can give you off the top of my head. It's, but it's lengthy and it's a lot of very recognizable folks anyway. So he knows a lot of very recognizable people. Well, there's a, a band mosh, uh, called Tesla. I don't know if you ever heard of Tesla. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Tesla's been around since like the mid to late eighties. Uh, and they're still going strong, man. Well, they're from the Bay area. They're actually, well, from, uh, Sacramento, uh, some of the guys and some of the guys are like from Hayward, but they're, they are, you know, a, a Northern California group. Okay. So, uh, the lead singer, Jeff Keith of Tesla is a Raiders fan. And I've known this for a while and I've actually talked to David about it and he's, um, and he's kind of reached out to the guys and let them know that we were interested in talking to, to Jeff, maybe if there was an opportunity, well, they've been so busy and they've been touring and they recorded a new album and whatever. So there wasn't really an opportunity yet for us to get an interview. I'm still hoping for that. Um, but what David did though, was that Tesla played at the world famous Ryman auditorium last night and he invited me to go with him. And so I went with David no and way. Uh, yeah, to the Ryman to go see Tesla. And we got to go backstage and hang out and like, to, so all these guys. Okay. So, so I, I mentioned they're from Northern California. So they're famous in the Northern California rock scene. Right. So do you remember a band name uh, called Y&T? Absolutely. Okay. Remember they're, yeah. they're at East Bay band, right? Okay. okay Y&T. So Dave, so at the Ryman, we're in the, the second row of the balcony. I'm it's David, me, and I'm sitting. So it's David and then the guitar player for Y&T, me, and then the guy that engineered Tesla's fourth record. Wow. Yeah. So I'm like sitting there with like these industry and I'm like, this is crazy, man. This is just absolutely. So it's like, and that guy, the guy uh, 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 from Y&T, he's from Oakland, actually. And so we, we talked a little bit about the Bay Area and whatnot, but it, it was just a really cool thing. It was a really nice thing for David to do. And so I know it's only loosely related Raider Nation, but I got to give our buddy David North a prop. Everything's man. related Raider Nation wise. Well, it's some, well, we find a way to make it that way for sure. Yeah. 
Well, yeah. Yeah. So that was really cool. So, so major props to David and thank you for inviting me into the fold, man. It's rock and roll, man. Is, is, uh, it's wild, man. It's, it's cool. Like it wasn't like, you know, craziness or nothing. These guys are older, you know what I mean? They're older than I am. Um, not as, uh, they're right between us, you know what I mean? And, cool. and age wise. And so they're, they're chilled out, but it's still just bananas backstage. There's just thousands of, or not thousands, but there's like hundreds of people. It's just crazy. Anyways. All right. So let's get on to some Raiders stuff. So we are in episode number 118 of Raiders fan radio. And uh, we always uh, tie our show number back to something that is Raiders related, something significant in the team's history. Sometimes that could be a player that could be a yardage total. Well, in this case, Mosh tonight, it's a date. So 118 could also be 118 or 118. So we're going to go with 11-8, which is November 8th, back to 1963. So why in the heck would, that, would we bring up uh, November 8th from 1963? Well, on November 8th of 63, Mosh, who is the Raiders head coach? Ah, the one and only chairman of the board, Al Davis. That's right. Al Davis is your coach. And on that day, we played the Kansas City Chiefs and we whipped them. We beat them 22 to seven. And here's some fun facts about November 8th, 1963. So as I mentioned, your head coach is Al Davis. You're starting quarterback. Any guesses there, chat room? Tom Flores should be Hall of Famer. Tom Flores is your starting quarterback. Clem Daniels is your running back. And Art Powell is your leading receiver in the wow. game. So definitely cool. Not a lot. Those are some names that, you know, we reflect a lot back on Raiders history, but we don't talk a lot about guys like Daniels and Powell and, uh, and going back and uh, Ken Hurrock is on there. But uh, defensively, we're looking at Fred Williamson, the hammer. Yeah, right? man. Be- before he became a chief, famous, he became a, a chief. But before he was a chief, he was a Raider. So uh, Before he became an actor. Before he became an actor. Yeah. Absolutely. Hunter. Uh, is that what he that was? That was the name of his show. He was a cop. Hunter. No, that's Fred Dwyer. Oh, that's Fred Dwyer, yeah. Yeah, no. I'm old! <laughs> I remember Fred Williamson from those of you that have ever seen the movie uh, From Dusk Till yep, Dawn. Yep, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's the guy. There's Mean Machine, which is Tom Savini, and then, right, right, and then he's right. the other guy, the other biker guy. And so anyways, uh, so so that's that's that's. You know what's, what's really cool? Uh, uh, I almost called you Mosh. You know what's... what's <laughs> what? I'm getting everybody's names yeah, everybody, mixed yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. What's really cool, go back and look at the logos from those days. Oh, yeah. That's so, here, really you got awesome. It there? You, you got it there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll put it up on your camera. I just I just crumpled, well, crumpled my there's shirt. There's the Cheats logo. We know ours, not, right? But there's the important one right yeah. there. That's so cool. That so so cool. it was it was the shield, and it was before the shield was all black, and it was like silver underneath, and it, and it said the Oakland Raiders, and it had... But it was cool. Absolutely. It was just, I mean, that, that old school logo is just I like that old school really logo. Awesome. I, I kind of almost, I don't want to say I like it better because it's just, it, it's the Raider Shield is so iconic. Yeah, yeah, one, yeah. This one, right? But uh, uh, it's it's cool, man. Like when I play Madden and stuff, a lot of times I'll take that old NFL, I'll put the old AFL logo on there. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. But all right, so uh, Mosh, let's, uh, let's get to the news desk, huh? Where? Oh, sorry. Hey everybody, this is Johnny Spencer from the punk rock band Stringer, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with Murph and Uncle Mosh. Go Raiders, baby. All 
All right. So next up here on Raiders Fan Radio, we got a few news stories to get to. Nothing major. We're going to get into plenty of the draft and all that good stuff later. Uh, so just stay tuned with us there. But, but before we get to all that, we're going to do a few little fun little stories here. Uh, number one is uh, if I asked you who the most famous 24 was for the Oakland oh. Raiders, uh, there's a few good answers in there, right? So you got the newest famous 24, which is which is beast mode, of course. Sure. Uh, and then if we want to go old school, Mosh. Yeah, man. Ooh. Go ahead. Give it to him. Well, before we go there. Oh, 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 okay. All right. I. Ah, this is totally off. Yeah. Totally out there. Yeah. My favorite 24. Okay. Willie Mays. Oh. I know it's not yeah. Raiders. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. you know, that's, that's a good that's one. That's where my heart's at. That's a good know? one. Because, you know, I, I just all those years we spent at Candlestick Park with, with Grandma Jenny. Yeah. You know, I, ah, man. I just. That's a good I don't one. Oh, man. And, and, and when you, and we, we were, t- and I know that when we were talking about it, we talked, you know, I'm in this mode, so I'm beast mode. But. Anytime I hear 24, I immediately You just think of Maze. I go Maze. Right, right. I go Maze. Well, and, and he's the more famous of 24s, right? So, okay, that's fair. Absolutely fair. Uh, so in terms of Raiderness, though, we got, uh, you got, uh, of course, Marshawn, uh, and then w- Willie Brown, and then Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson, so, yeah, your favorite. My favorite. Your so, 24. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So just a, re- I mean, other than 12, it's probably the most iconic. It might even be more iconic than 12, because 12, even though it's Stabler, Gannon, yes, but... Uh, I mean, I don't know. That's it's close. I'm 24 might be that might. Oh. Uh, what's because that's 75 is how this would be a fun conversation. We need to yeah. tell us chat room here. Let me hit the chat real quick. Pirate 1975. Chris Potts. I like it. Spooky. James M. Uh, Q dog is in there. Uh, Raider critique. Who's what's the most iconic Raiders number to me? It's always been 12, but that's maybe because that's just Stabler's my favorite player. Um, 75, of course, is iconic. And then of 24, but 24, 24 rules for us might man. be it, man. It might be it. Cause what else? What other big numbers? Uh, um, a 32 cause of Tatum and Allen. That's pretty big. That's a, I love the fact that we don't retire numbers. I know. Don't. Yeah, I do too. And I, you know, because I, of this reason is one of the ones I like it because I like the idea that you can have multiple players uh it, you know so and i noticed no one's saying uh, michael huff for 24 but <laughs> 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 but uh but yeah i mean i i don't know i uh, 30 i'd say 32 12 and 24 those you know, have got and, but you know but you're talking about iconic for the raiders double o for auto oh that's you true know, double o that's man. true there, where in football was there another Double O. Was there one? Well, I, there I, wasn't since him. I think he was the last one to wear. The last double O? Yeah. Yeah. And so for the and here's a trivia question for those of you that don't know. I'm sure many of you already know this, but uh the reason that Auto War double zero was because that's how you pronounce that number is Ot O. Ot O, right, right, right. You know right, what right. Like you would say Ot six for right, an O six. O zero zero is Ot O. So that's why he, he he wore the number double zero. That's a good one. That's a really good one too. Um, good one, there, Mosh. So, um, all right. So, anyways, all that before that tangent. The reason I got on the number twenty four was because we almost had another iconic twenty four. Really, that played for the Raiders, and I'm talking about number twenty four that played for the Oakland A's. Ricky Henderson. Yeah. So there was a story that came out this week. Now, Ricky's one of my all-time favorite baseball players. Uh, going back, you know, I 
there's been a lot of A's players that have become Yankees and broke my heart that way or become Cardinals or whatever. Um, and he's just another one of them. So I know he played a lot of the other places, but to me, he will always be in, in, in Oakland A. Plus, he broke the loop, broke Lou Brock, broke Lou Brock's record when he was playing for the A's. He famously said, Today I'm the greatest. Right, right. You know right. what I mean? All that stuff. So I love Ricky. I love Ricky's stories. Anyway, so Ricky said this week, and so this is I quote. When Bo Jackson first came into the league, I went to Al Davis to go play football, and he was going to let me be a two-way player. Uh, Then the Oakland A's stepped in and said, no way, you're not going out there, that's not going to happen. So this isn't the first time the A's have, uh, have kind of screwed up the Raiders a little bit, uh, or this is the, or recently wasn't the first time uh, they did. So back then, I that to me would have been fascinating. He would have played running back, like and Ricky was, I mean, he, he was the most explosive. You, you don't see explosiveness out of a baseball player very often. Not like that, right? You see explosion at the plate, right? But you don't see explosive speed like that. I think he's one of those few guys that, like Bo, that explosive, it could have translated. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, well, they, they, uh, rumor has it that Charlie Finley said, you want to get tackled on the dirt? slide into second base with your cleats up high. Oh, you know? really? <laughs> okay, I just made that okay, up. Okay, but that was, oh, you should have stuck with it. You had me hook, line, and I, But I wasn't sure that Finley was still in charge then or oh, not. Oh, he wasn't, but no. no that's okay. <laughs> I tell my students all the time, half the crap I tell you, I make up anyway. <laughs> but no, seriously though, man, how, ah. How incredible would that have been? That would have been really cool. That would have been really cool. So, and especially being there in the same city. You know, like when Dion did it, you know, so Dion was a, well, Dion was a Brave and a Falcon at the same time. So I guess it would have been uh, definitely the equivalent of that. But I think Ricky would have definitely, he had the, he certainly had the athleticism. Oh, and the attitude. And the attitude. And the attitude. And the attitude. Yeah, he would have been Le'Veon Bell before Le'Veon. <laughs> How cool would that have been if he'd have stayed with the Raiders and gotten traded to somewhere else? So oh. he'd have still come back to Oakland. Still come back to Oakland. Oh, my gosh. Oh. oh that would be cool. That would have been cool. That Crazy. would definitely be cool. All right, so one more. Uh, so speaking of Oakland, uh, one more for you. Uh, Oakland native C.J. Anderson this week uh, had some really, really cool quotes uh, in support of the Raiders. Uh, excuse me. They, uh, you know, there was a lot of uh, criticism thrown the Raiders' way when they let C.J. Anderson go. I think we had him for like four days or something like that. Sure. Uh, because he went on to the Rams and uh, played very, very well for the Rams during their their stretch run uh, headed into the Super Bowl and taking a lot of playing time from Todd Gurley. I don't think that story's ever fully come out uh, on why uh, CJ got so many carries over Todd Gurley. Everybody speculated over injuries and whatnot. But at the end of the day, uh, CJ was the man, and, and he's an Oakland guy. Uh, we, we featured some of his comments earlier in the year because they were really funny because his he, he's an Oakland guy. His mom is a season ticket holder, right? And right, she right. she said, you know, honey, because uh, he was playing the Broncos at the right. time. Said uh, when you come to town, you know, I'll root for you when you got the ball. But outside of that, I'm not rooting for you. I'm a Raider <laughs> fan, uh, so which is awesome. So anyway, so CJ uh, came out and supported the Raiders this week. They were asking him about kind of his experience there, 
And he just said, look, I'll say this about the Raiders and for all the Raiders fans out there, John Gruden is doing the right things when it comes to preparation and game planning. I grew up in the Bay, so I have some bias, but believe me uh, in where it's going. I don't know what's going to happen in the draft and what's going to happen in free agency, but as far as how to prepare and how to get your team ready to play a football game, John Gruden is doing the right thing. That's crazy, That's man. That's awesome, man. It's so good. You know, and the only reason I didn't play the audio is because it was from one of those stupid, you know, hot take shows, which I can't oh, stand. Yeah. So we're not going to we're not going to give them any additional. Pu- no. Not that they need us, but I, I don't want to celebrate them in any way. So I didn't play. I don't want to play the audio, but I want to celebrate CJ. That is a really cool thing That's for great, him to do. Man. You know, he's not a Raider. You know, but he's still a fan uh, of the team, and so so pretty cool that he came out. Well, uh, and he's a fan of home cooked meals, <laughs> so he's not. <laughs> you know, he's not about to go against Mama. That's true. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. All right, Mosh. Uh, okay, so we got one more uh, news story for you. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but the Oakland Raiders, Mosh, are officially homeless. Did you notice that? Have you seen that in the news at all? Uh, yeah, but. <clears throat> You know, most of what I see in the news pertaining to the Raiders, I go, uh, swipe left. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so the Raiders are homeless. They're still negotiating with the city of Oakland. Uh, let me back up. That we've, there's been talk about where the Raiders are going to play a lot lately. Uh, we've uh, interviewed Councilman William Parker from the city of Birmingham. We're actually going to interview him again in the very near future. We might even do it in person down at Legion Field. Uh, he's been in touch with us quite a bit, which we appreciate. And so uh, anyway, so there's a lot of speculation, a lot of negotiation going on. But the Raiders haven't said a dang thing. Like no. all this, every time you see a news story, about where the Raiders are going to play, the Raiders aren't the genesis of any of it. It's no. all just people speculating and reporting based on uh, second and third hand information. So, anyways, so as of right now, the Raiders have negotiated or at least talked to multiple locations. Well, now ultimately, it seems based on the reporting that they're very close to securing a one potential two year deal with the uh, with the city of Oakland, or at least with the Coliseum Authority. That doesn't mean the city's going to approve it yet, but which is still a little bit of a wild card. Remember that, Raider Nation. But at least they're negotiating with the Coliseum Authority, which are the people that run uh, the facility. So, uh, so we're we're right now we're still homeless. So, uh, but there's can a, we can we can we call it? The Raiders are in free agency. Yeah, <laughs> is that better than homeless? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's call it that. Okay. So the Raiders are in free agency. And, uh, and, and we're currently being courted by multiple, uh, uh, multiple, uh, what, what, what you call it? Multiple organizations, multiple organizations to, uh, employ the services of the Oakland Raiders at their facility. So, uh, so we'll see where this thing goes. I hope it's Oakland. I mean, it, it as much as we've been appreciative of councilman Parker and heard many good stories about what London might have to offer and all the other places. Look, they belong in Oakland. Let's finish it up in Oakland. And then, and then before we get off, you know, it's funny Raider critique chimes in, in the chat and he says, Hey, he goes, the Raiders are just doing their, their civic duty. They want to be homeless like the rest of California. (laughs) Jeez. (laughs) That's actually pretty funny. That's actually pretty funny. It was when I'm, I shouldn't say this. I'm going to offend somebody. I'll tell it anyways. 
They'll just get over a, yourself if, I, if it's offensive. Give us it's, another uh, dislike. We already got one. <laughs> <laughs> so when my brother moved out here to go to school for a while, and when he moved out here, and I took him to downtown Nashville, and we were bebopping around all over Middle Tennessee and stuff, and I go, so what do you think? And he goes, man, he goes, it's really cool. He goes, I can't believe how clean everything is. And he goes, and there's no homeless people. And I go, yeah, man. I go, we got like one, and he's here on vacation from San Francisco. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what a bad man you are i know uh, i know well hey look we, we, you, you could talk about your own we grew up that's we grew right. up there man we could that's right we, we, we could talk about our own you know we what i mean talk about our own. nobody else could talk about them but we can all right so uh so another thing about this okay so they're gonna play hopefully in oakland right okay right, right. we i'm gonna speak for you we, as the uh, the the governing body of Murph's Fan Cave and Murph's Ra- uh, wait, Murph's Fan Cave DBA Raiders Fan Radio, have come to a uh, a joint decision, and uh, from here forth, henceforth, Mosh, we will Hence- only refer to the stadium in which the Oakland Raiders play as the Oakland Alameda County Coliseum. Correct. That's the only name it's ever had. That's the only name it's ever going to have. the only name we'll ever refer to it That's by. going to be it. From now on, you will always be the Oakland Alameda County Coliseum to us because that's what we grew up with, and it doesn't matter what corporate sponsorship uh, chooses to get involved. We will not recognize you. You will not have the floor here on Raiders Fan Radio. We will only answer to the Oakland Alameda County Coliseum. And the reason that I bring that up, Mosh, is because there's a new naming sponsor for the Oakland Alameda County Coliseum, and it is Ring Central. So now <laughs> it's going to be the Ring Central Coliseum. Come on. Are you serious? It's so stupid. It's so dumb. That's the word. I, I get that they want the money, and I get that they're you got to sell your naming rights to a corporation, but Ring Central, like that doesn't have a good ring to it. Nert, nert. You know what I mean? Like it just, <sighs> it doesn't, it doesn't work. Mosh. I don't, I don't, I don't care for it. Uh, I'm not going to call it ring central and I hope none of you call it ring central either. But uh, so in, in knowing this now and learning this, I thought it'd be kind of fun to dig up some of the old names. Okay. Of the, of the, so of the Coliseum. Go, so go ahead. So give it, give us the rundown, Mosh. So uh, of course it, it was, as we know, as we grew up, as it shall always be, the Oakland Alameda County Coliseum. Then in 1998, from 1998 to 2004, a six-year deal with Networks Associate Associates Coliseum. What do they call it? The Knack? <laughs> what? Are you serious? Yeah. Pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Pretty bad. Isn't isn't Knack? Isn't that a isn't that a prison term for a non-gang affiliated? Inmate? I don't know. I think it is. Oh, did you learn that on the inside? Uh, <laughs> Witness protection is a wonderful thing. <laughs> then in 2004 to 2008, on a four-year deal, McAfee Coliseum. Yeah, the Mac. The Mac. The Mac. The Mick. Stop. Mick. Oh, so we gosh. went from the Knack to the Mac. Yeah. And then the oh, from in 2011, the Overstock.com Coliseum. So we're the Oak. <sighs> the Overstock.com Overstock. Coliseum. Coliseum. And then the Oco. Now, that wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. Now, uh, of these, now look, if you're going to do corporate naming rights, O.co is not bad because of this, because of the O, because of Oakland. So I get it. Like, that wasn't so bad in the whole scheme of things. Go ahead. Uh, And then, of course, Ring Central. Ring Central. Ring Central. Ring Central. These are horrible. These we, are horrible. We should have sold a lot more T-shirts, and we could have named it. 
Yeah. <laughs> the, the RFR Coliseum. <laughs> the RFR Coliseum. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. But 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 that's not the worst. Okay. Those are not the worst. Oh, those are not. No. There in football lore. Okay. There is worst names. Oh gosh. You have the list? I got the yeah. Well this with a couple of Okay. Them. All right. So when it comes to corporate naming rights, there have been some real doozies over the years. It's all about money. It's all about money. And look, we, we get it. I get it. I'm a business guy. I'm a capitalist at heart, man. I get it. Doesn't mean I like it, but I get it. Uh, you know, uh, you're not going to catch me. I almost got political. I almost said you're not going to catch oh. me vote for Bernie Sanders, but none of you should either. Okay. You <laughs> 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 vote for anybody else, but no, I'm kidding. All right. Easy. Save the tweets. I'm just being silly. Okay. So, um, so I, the, I get to understand the, the concept of the corporate naming rights. All right. So here's some fun ones. How about the Uncle Mosh? Does this inspire you as a collegiate athlete that works your entire life to make it to a bowl game and you've been awarded the San Diego County Credit Union Poinsettia Bowl? <laughs> the cool thing about that, that, if you won that, you didn't get a ring. You got a bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> you got like a, like, a, like a patch or something. Yeah, yeah. The San Diego County Credit Union Poinsettia Bowl. Doesn't inspire. I'm not even sure Doesn't I can inspire. say Poinsettia correctly twice. Ah, jeez. Yeah, that was not good. Uh, another one that that it wasn't so bad when it got named, but it obviously failed oh. miserably for a lot of obvious reasons. That was Enron Field. Enron Field. The, the, talk about corporate corruption. Yeah. There you go. That's oh a, my there gosh. you go, Bernie fans. <laughs> 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 yeah. Had, That's like naming a boating company. Hey, Titanic Lines yeah. presents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There you go. That was a good How one. How about so, this one? Okay, this the, is your favorite. This is my favorite. The bad boy mowers Gasprilla Bowl. <laughs> what the hell is a Gasprilla? I don't know. I don't know. I know what a bad boy mower is. Those big zero turn oh, mowers. Those are great. I love them. Yeah, but, but I don't. Gasparilla. What's a Gasprilla? If somebody in the chat knows what a Gasprilla is, please let us know. I don't even. Can you say that? I guess. I, I guess Gasparilla. it's. Gasparilla. I know what Sasparilla is. And I know what a Gorilla is. And I know what gas is. Yeah. But Gasparilla? Gasparilla. Oh, that's bad. All right, so uh, we, we got we got <laughs> we got is... two more for. Let me give let me give the next one, then you give the very last one. Okay, so the next one, one we love pop culture around here. You guys know that. So one of my favorite corporate sponsors, and I listen, I tried to get my Uncle Mosh and I coached a whole bunch of little league teams for for many many years. I tried to get our team sponsored by this company just because of the movie reference. Oh yeah, and that's Chico's Bail Bonds. <laughs> I so bad wanted our kids oh. to have Chico's bail bonds because isn't it the best? Is it on, on the, <laughs> the best is on their logo? It's got a picture of a bell and it says let freedom ring. <laughs> it's the best. Oh. Chico's bail bonds, Chico's man. Chico's bail bonds. Ah, it's the best. But I there's, love it. But there's one. So that one's funny, but then the all-time absolute worst, Mosh. Give it to oh, it can, I don't know that in the history of sports, all sports, any sport, there is a worse name ever associated with a team, and this name is associated with a team, and it's Mile High Stadium. <laughs> That's an awful name. What a terrible what name. What a terrible what name. What a terrible connotation. Where did you, where would you play your home games? Ugh. Mile High Stadium.
we got there's a there's a legacy of hatred for that place in our family now uh, uh, because because we're we're such big Raider fans. So Uncle Mosh's uh, big brother, uh, my uncle Bruz, uh, the Back in, this is, I'm guessing, 81-ish, maybe? Mm, yeah, I just got out of the Air Force. So, yeah, it was 80, a- 81. 81. Uh, somewhere around there, early 80s, maybe. There's a phenomenal picture of him standing out in front of Mile High. It's iconic, the, dude. Giving him the big old finger, man. And I'll, I'll share it with you. I've shared it on, it's on our Instagram. If you guys follow us on Instagram, look for Raiders Fan Radio on Instagram. And it's our Uncle Bruz, man. It, it's it's a And that was before, like, doing that was was cool. Right, Like, right. Uncle Bruz invented that. It's, it's such a fantastic picture, man. It's so, uh, yeah, no, we got no love for uh, uh, for old uh, uh, Mile well, yeah, High. Yeah, right? yeah, that yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. All right, Uncle Mosh, let's get into some. Uh, uh, here's here's a fun here's a fun topic for you. Okay, hit me with a fun. Hit me with something fun. All right, here's something fun. All right, so uh, in putting together the uh, oh, actually no, we got one more. I got the Gil Branson tweet. Oh no, no, we did that already. You did that. We did that. Never mind. Uh, okay, so we put together a uh, a list of. Uh, some of our draft prospects and free agent targets for the Raiders. And I wanted to cover one of each on each episode leading up to the draft. So last week we covered Quinn and Williams and Landon Collins. And this week we're going to cover uh, Greedy Williams out of LSU and Frank Clark out of Seattle. So here's where I kind of went off the rails a little bit. And here's where we're going to have some fun before we get to that. So last week was uh was alabama and this week lsu uh were, were two of the schools featured so i started thinking about this greedy williams and he's a you know he's a corner and lsu man they there's a lot of good defensive backs that come out of lsu and i thought man they're kind of known for that you know and then i started thinking about other schools and what they're known for and uh you know so of course you know you think about miami and you think about running backs you think about penn state and you think about linebackers right you think about like there's schools that are known for well the california schools are known for their quarterbacks but there's another school that's known for their quarterbacks and here's where it gets raider related is Alabama. So I said all that because it's going to set this up and uh, I'm going to give you guys some fun trivia here. But before I do that, I got to make it official, Mosh. We haven't done this in a while. Murph's Black Hole of the Internet. A journey that begins where everything ends. Make it official there. Uh, Black Hole of the Internet. So I started uh, thinking about an old trivia question, Mosh. One of my all-time favorite trivia questions, and it's got a Raider theme through it, was at the time there were four schools, okay? There used to be three, and then it went to four. Four schools that have had three quarterbacks start in the Super Bowl. So those of you that are listening... um, this is some fun bar trivia, uh, or next time you're hanging out with buddies, watching a game, whatever. So three schools uh, each have had three uh, quarterbacks starting a Super Bowl. Well, now the one of those four have gone to five. So there's three schools with three and one school with five quarterbacks that have started in the Super Bowl. So here's where it's Raider related. You want to guess at least one of the Alabama names, Mosh? Stabler. Stabler, right? Okay, so the names for Alabama, so the three guys that have started in the Super Bowl, four that, that were Alabama alumni, are Joe Namath, Bart Starr, and Kenny Stabler, right? So those are your three starting quarterbacks. Now, those guys all coincidentally have won 
Now, that's not what the trivia question is. It's guys that have played or started oh, gotcha, in the Super gotcha. Bowl. Okay. Those three just happen to have won. Um, but you want to take a wild shot. at the, the others are not as obvious as you think they might be. You want to take a wild shot at what some of the other schools are? Uh, Notre Dame? They're great. Wow. Nice job, Mosh. Okay. Notre Dame. So Notre Dame gives you Joe Montana, right. Joe Theismann, and another Raider, Daryl LaMonica. Oh, okay. okay. So, all right. So, the, so you get the, the kind of the idea of the of the the I trivia here. About Theismann. I was thinking, I was thinking LaMonica and Montana, but I forgot about Theismann. About okay. that, right? So you got so there's so there's your second school with three quarterbacks started in the Super Bowl. The third school. This one nobody ever gets. Nobody ever gets the third one, and it's Purdue because you don't think oh, of you don't think okay. of Purdue, yeah, right? No. But you get Drew Brees, you get Bob Greasy, and you get Lenny Dawson. So right. there's so there, all right, right so there's right. your three quarterback. All right, so then here now here's the kicker, right? So here's the big one, and this is what made me think of the California schools. One school in particular, the University of California. Check this out, Raider Nation. You got five starting quarterbacks from the University of California now that Jared Goff has started in the Super Bowl. So you got Jared Goff, Aaron Rodgers, Joe Cap, who was the quarterback of the first vikings team before francis wow craig morton and freaking vince ferragamo another ram so not only so you got five cal quarterbacks two of them were freaking rams that have started in the super bowl so there's some fun trivia for you guys uh amaze your friends win a beer by it and uh and, and have fun with that it was one of my all-time favorite uh <laughs> trivia questions schools that have had most starting quarterbacks uh in the super hey, bowl good job on that black hole we haven't been we haven't had a black hole presentation in a while in a while it's been since the off season now we're in the off season we're in the off season yeah, all we'll, right we'll get we'll get them coming man absolutely so i appreciate that so um all right so uh get on to some of the the the, the players mosh so as far as draft prospects go as i mentioned lsu is famous for their defensive backs and so this week we're going to look at uh greedy williams uh greedy williams is a, is a corner uh at lsu gosh he's he just the stats are perfect six three big corner 184 pounds. He's only a sophomore, uh, so Jeez. he's only 21 years old. He won't be 22 until December. So, I mean, he won't be 22 until uh, well after the season is underway. Wow. Uh, he's an All-American consensus in uh, 2018. Two-time first uh, All-SEC player uh, in 2017 and 2018. What so, a stud. He's a stud. So, uh, you know, Raider Nation, there's a lot of options for the Raiders at the number four pick. When we do these draft reviews leading up to the draft, we're only going to be looking at the number four pick because the rest of it is so volatile that you just don't know where we're going to end up. But you can, we can kind of hone in a little bit on what they're going to do at number four. So last week was Quentin Williams, and then now this week, Greedy Williams. Uh, so uh, some of his career highlights – uh, he's got a 40% completion percentage against him. That's number eight amongst the power five corners and number three in the SEC. So definitely top of his class. Uh, he had nine pass breakups. Uh, in terms of NFL passer rating, if you try to equate it to that, the quarterbacks that threw against him would only have a 58.6 passer rating. Uh, you know, it's like 158 point three or whatever the heck it is is a perfect rating so to this guy to only have a 58 passer rating against him uh, is pretty solid uh and then of course he had two uh, interceptions which is number two among sec cornerbacks so the guy's got the credentials he's got the size he's got the speed we'll see what he does at the combine but i think this would be a great addition he's young you know this could be our next i don't want to get all crazy here but you know what i'm saying hayes and haynes this could be our next you know conley and this guy Look, if Conley played as well as he did in the back half of the year, 
you know what I mean? He could be something here. And I, I look, you need corners. You got to cover in today's NFL. Yeah, it's man. Just, it's just the way that it goes, man. You got to be able to cover. And, uh, and especially, as we saw in this postseason, they're going to let him play a little more. They're going to let him get a little more handsy. So to have a nice big corner, 6-3, to go up. At, look, what would this guy do against Tyreek Hill? Now, he may not be able to keep up with him in a, in a flat, uh, flat foot race. But, oh, my gosh, man, he could manhandle Tyreek Hill. Shh. And he could cover Travis Kelsey. And he's you know got I mean? a great football name. Yeah, tell him about how he got his nickname, Mosh. I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, Greedy, uh, it's it's on that middle line there. You oh, see that? You want to yeah, read it to yeah, him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just so, so this is the first time I've read this. But, I, you know, if I do a little bit more prep. I try to hook you up, Mosh. Williams was nicknamed Greedy by his aunt, who called him Greedy Deedy after babysitting him as an infant. His mother later took out the Deedy, and Williams adopted the name in 2015. He told USA Today, I love my nickname. They say it's a great DB name. It helps to be greedy as a defensive back. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Isn't that cool? Nice. Yeah, nice. Uh, very cool. So we're going to uh, – look, uh, these are not my picks. These are not our predictions. These are not our what we think is going to happen. These are just some players that I think are based on what the Raiders' needs are, uh, some players that we could definitely look at with that with that number four pick. Let me. I'll just put it like this. As a fan, and that's all that I am, these guys that we're bringing up here in the next few weeks, uh, these are guys that if the Raiders drafted it, it wouldn't get a big huh for me. You know right, what I mean? right, I, right, I like right. it's like okay, that's I see it, Maybe. and we do this every year, and we do because this every year. there's hundreds, literally hundreds of guys out there, and we go when we pick two or three or four, go back to the years of the show. And oh we'll yeah, see yeah. That, you know, and 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 it's like, oh man, it would be great to have him, have him, have him. Wait, who'd they pick? Yeah, <laughs> who <laughs> yeah. was that guy? Well, and especially uh, two years ago with the linebackers, that oh, was the geez. one that where we just uh, you were of, in a deep depression. I, I kind of lost a little bit on that one. I, well, it wasn't like in a weird way. It just confused the crap out of me. And granted, I just got done bragging on Gary and Conley. I mean, I'm glad he's turning into the player that he is. But sure. holy cow, we needed a linebacker. And there was a bunch of them in that draft. Yeah. And I'm like, what the crap? I'm like, why do we not have, take one of these? There's like nine all pros on the board in a, at inside linebacker. And we didn't take any of them. We took breathe, Gary and Conley. Breathe, Murph. Breathe. See what happens? Moving right along. All right, so the next thing we're going to do is we're going to look at some uh, free agent targets. Uh, last week for us, we talked about uh, safety. We talked about Landon Collins. This week, we're going to look at the edge. And uh, I think this is important to do in tandem, looking at draft and free agents. Because, look. Okay. You have to do both. You have to do both because the free agent signings are going to influence what we do in the draft. Everybody in the world wearing silver and black right now is completely locked into the idea that the Raiders need a pass rusher. Well, if we sign Frank Clark in the offseason and all of a sudden we have a little bit of depth there and we can trade down and get a Montez sweat later in the draft, then how important is it? So you see what I'm saying? So we got to you got to consider the big picture. Don't any of these mock drafts that you see and any of this stuff with this craziness is Ken uh, Cruz and I also ran into on Twitter this week were guys that are uh, that are playing Madden with these mock drafts. It's like, look, you can't predict what's going to happen with this football team from the first, not even the first three picks. Good luck with that, let alone trying to figure it out because you've got to be informed by free agency. First and foremost, this is what's going to dictate what happens then. So Frank Clark, as a free agent target, I think is an awesome uh, consideration for the Raiders. They're going to have the money and he's going to get a lot of it, but he's not going to get as much as Khalil Mack. And he was, frankly, when you look at his numbers, 
he really wasn't all that less productive than what Khalil Mack is. So he's looking at projected numbers. Again, this is just throwing it out there. Uh, five years, about $87 million with 53 guaranteed. So that's 60%, 65% of what Mac got. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you know, Mac got what, 140 at 90 guaranteed or something like that. So you're talking about 87 at 53. That's a lot more palatable of a figure, and it allows you to go out and spend money elsewhere. So and he's 26 years old, six foot three. He's a stud. He's in his prime. Yes. You know, come on. That's, I mean, geez, nice choice. Absolutely. You know? He's a young guy. So we look at his, uh, uh, at, at his tackles, Mosh. He's got, uh, he's got, uh, let's see, where we got, uh, we're looking for combined numbers there. Okay. So he had 16 tackles in 2015, his rookie year, then went up to 47, uh, then 32. And then last year had 41 tackles to go along with 13 sacks. So he's got, in four years, he's got 136 tackles. 92 of those were solo tackles. Oh. You know, last year was his biggest year for the 33 solo tackles last year. That's what a awesome. stud. What a stud. And when you look at his production, now look, the Seahawks are known for their defense, but frankly, they haven't had much of a pass rush uh, the, the, really the past year or say two. Um, so when we look at Seattle's pass rush, though, they recorded pressure 31% of the time for opponents' dropbacks. Okay, so consider that. So a third of the time that the opposing quarterback is dropping back, uh, they're getting pressure. Well, that's only good for 23rd in the NFL. All right. Well, of that number, so you got a collective uh, 31%. 24% of it came from Frank Clark. Yeah, so a fourth of it. A fourth of it came from him, from one guy. Wow. So when you talk about the production that this guy had, he about single-handedly determined the outcome of the Seahawks' pass rush. Now, do you think that's a guy the Raiders could use, Raider Nation? Ooh, Heck, I mean, yeah. come on. Yes, that's exactly what we need. And look, and you're talking about a price tag much lo- much lower than that player that shall not be named. And you could trade down and then pull somebody else and actually have what we call depth, yep. which is how teams win. Because then you got guys like Arden Key and you got Frank Clark and then you got the young rookie, whoever you draft. Like then the piece starts to come together for the uh, for the for the for the pass rush and for the depth. And not all your money is tied up into one player. So anyways, I think Frank Clark is definitely a, 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 a candidate and could be a very, very welcome addition to our Oakland Raiders. There's a draft. Today's our draft. Watch out for drafts. This is the NFL draft. The first draft. Look, I'm into a draft. He's going pro in the draft. You're going to the draft? Surefire first round draft pick. Draft looks solid. Good luck with the draft. They drafted me. Apparently you were drafted. I drafted you. I got drafted. Another successful draft. Yeah. Shallow draft. Drafts. It's my third draft. I only get drafted once. Well, it's draft day. Let's talk about the draft. This is going to be the worst draft yet. It's our draft. You draft me in the first round. Number one draft choice, signed a big contract. Excellent draft. Nash building. Nash building. Nash building. Here's your favorite, Mosh. Yeah. Uncle Mosh loves that sound bite. That is so fun. That is such a fun sound That's a fun bite. one. That's a fun one. 
Uh, okay, so uh, so in terms of the draft, for those of you that don't know, and I don't know how you don't if you're listening to us with any kind of regularity, the 2019 NFL draft is in Nashville, Tennessee. And since Uncle Mark and I, Uncle Mark, I just used your old name. I haven't done that yet on the show. <laughs> Ever. Ever. That's the first time I've ever done Stop that on the it. show. All right, I'm sorry. How about you never <laughs> call me Josh? <laughs> so uh, Uncle Mosh and I relocated uh, to Middle Tennessee from the Bay Area uh, a number of years ago now. And uh, but God, we- my memories of Bay Area are about in black and white anymore. Buddy. It's It's been a long time since you lived there, since you went to the military. 77. Wow. I left in October of 77. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, and I was almost on the nose 20 years later. Wow. Because I left. Oh, actually, a little bit before that. A little bit before that was was when I left. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it is. It is crazy. Woo. It is crazy. Long time, but it's amazing all this stuff. This sports stuff. Stays I've lived with, almost half my with... life here in the South. I know, huh? That's crazy. Jeez, that's crazy. Um, okay, so um, uh, we just went in the way back. Yeah, I know, huh? We're like <laughs> we're like drifting off. Like, yeah. Oh, Bobby Wasabi picked right up on it. What's yeah, that, Uncle Mark? <laughs> one of these days i'm gonna tell the most famous uncle mark story oh, you want to do it now uh, no okay all right save it. save it because we, we only got a uh we, we got we will run short on time but yes put a pin in that one Absolutely. it's one of the oh, one, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. One, one of the best one, one of these of the days best. when i need to get you there you go yeah one of the best um, all right so uh so here in in uh, middle tennessee downtown nashville tennessee is going to be the 2019 nfl draft uh if you need to know about the draft you can listen to like as far as the specifics of the draft uh and what's going to go on the events that surround it please tune into last week's show goodness gracious i got i gotta quit drinking one one i know right well not alcohol but you know what i mean my lacroix my freaking hipster water i hate over. that stuff my hipster water. You don't uh, like it? No, it's stupid. Why is it stupid? Because it doesn't know, have vodka in it? No. <laughs> so this is my take on LaCroix water. All right. This now, is- you won't tell the Uncle Mark story, but you'll tell a LaCroix water story. <laughs> you'll scream at me about my water, my flavorless freaking hipster okay, water. So I, I got, okay, so so I drink, right, I got well, water water in here, and and I get that, I get that Mio. Right? Yeah, yeah, you squirt it in there. You squeeze it in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't do it right in your mouth. No. No. It dies your tongue. Because then somebody will make you laugh and you snot it out. Orange boogers for weeks. But that's not what I'm here (laughs) to tell you about. I got a theory on LaCroix water. I say that somebody had an empty thing of Mio. Okay. Okay. And they could get one drop out of Mio into a can of sparkling water. Yeah. And they get one drop, not enough to do anything. It doesn't yeah. make your teeth orange. It yeah, doesn't yeah. do anything. It gives you a slight little taste. And they go, oh, that's just a little tiny bit. That's like the French. Their food's a little tiny bit. Let's call it LaCroix. Your water sucks. <laughs> Jeez, Mark. Killing me. It's not real water. It, it's, it's sparkling it, it, water. Oh, oh, and it's oh, got. Okay, Murph. And it's, it's got. Sparkles. Look at it. And it's got berries in it. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Call Alan. See if he needs a roommate. Uh, oh. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, that's my other nephew who lives in the Bay Area who's a 49er fan. Oh, yeah. All right. So uh, my, 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 my pansy water aside. Um, <laughs> how we got there from the draft, I don't know. All right, let me let's get back into the draft. So, um, uh, so if, if you need to know about the events surrounding the draft, check out last week. But we do want to definitely tag on 
our meetup. So there are uh, a handful of people already that have I've registered. Go to our Facebook page. It is at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Just go to Facebook, type in Raiders Fan Radio. You'll find our, our show page, and then there's an event on there for our listener meetup. There are 18 so far, Mosh, so we're not going to be by ourselves. We're not going to be looking at each other, uh, but what we're going to do is we're going to do a, a live stream <laughs> on, the, on the Saturday of the draft. It's going to be over lunch, so come hang out with us. Have some food. The name of the place is the Bavarian Beer House, and it's an uh, it's a new place, but it's built like an old school, big giant German Hofbrau like, house. Like the Hofbrau house in Munich, which Ab- I've been to before, and it's 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 an amazing mock up. It's so cool. It's Absolutely, got, you know the, the the community tables and the the Oompa bands and the big frosty mugs of beer, and you know the first time I ever went there, the the girl Helga. <laughs> who was six? Four. First of all, the first, the coolest thing ever about landing in Germany was a, it was a, an eleven hour flight. We come in, we're exhausted. I've got I've got my wife who, who taught German for all those years, and and sixteen kids, and we land in Frankfurt, and and all of a sudden, the first thing we see is this blonde, buxom German female Polizei, and she's carrying an MP5. Oh my and gosh! I'm like, oh. I'm not in Germany. I'm in heaven. <laughs> Six foot five buxom blonde with a machine pistol. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, they, so they bring us, they bring us our, our beers, right? And, and they were these the huge steins. And then they had a big old, like a foam head on it. And yeah. I'm like, well, that would never fly in the States. And I'm like looking at it, and I, you know, and I, I didn't know a lot about German, you know, and I, and I, and the guy sitting next to me goes, "What, what it is broken English? What are you looking at?" And I go, "Well, there's, there's so much foam on it." And he goes, "We do that on purpose here." And I go, "Why?" And he goes, "Because if the more foam you have, and how many years we've been drinking beer, right? Yeah, yeah, he goes, yeah. The All more of them. foam you have on it, it gets the bubbles out, so you can consume more." You're like, you just became my best friend. I'm like, you Germans know everything. <laughs> so, yeah, they have definitely engineered beer drinking along with uh, cars and everything else. So, um, yeah, so so that's this Bavarian beer house. And so we've got a, 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 a like a party room, essentially. Uh, we can take plenty and plenty of people. We can fit well over 100 people in there. And so if you're coming to the draft, please join us. Please uh, make Raiders Fan Radio listener meetup a part of it, uh, of your draft experience. And the place that we're doing at, the, this beer house is at the Opry Mills Mall, which is this big, giant mall that's got tons of stuff, tons of shops and restaurants and movie theaters and a Bass Pro Shop and all kinds of stuff for the family to do. So if your wife doesn't want to sit around and look at us two knuckleheads, talk about the Raiders for an hour and a half, come and hang out with us and let the, let the family go and, and do family stuff, or please stay and, and be part of it. It is a family-friendly environment, and the more the merrier. So uh, we hope to see you there. We hope to see you in Nashville. Uh, and we hope to get in touch and uh, and meet a lot of you face to face, which is uh, what we kindly refer to as the Sea of Fans, Mosh. There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied. He's thrown. It is. All right, if you want to 
get made, as the shirts say. Uh, if you want to get made here on Raiders Fan Radio, there's only one way to do it, uh, unless you're going to email us from, uh, uh, from England 117 times. <laughs> so, hey, so uh, you brought up get made, our new shirts. Yes. Okay, what, I, what, what, I, what I'm yeah. wearing. So a couple of the guys, the regulars, our, 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 our crew said, hey, what about those of us that are made? Maybe our shirt should say, got made. Got made. Oh! Oh, 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 oh. might have to be you might deal. have to be the the real deal and they and it's a select few that can order those that's pretty awesome that well is, and you know there's a few guys that i was gonna send stuff to anyways just as a yeah. show of thanks for all the things that they've done to support our show that done, done yeah done that that's that's fantastic i wish I, once again i can't take credit for that Oh, I wish okay. I could. Well, but because I the chat is our brain trust. Well, so and they're, they, they're and way they smarter know. than we are. Yeah. 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 They Absolutely. Know. So, uh, anyway, so if you want to get made here on Raiders Fan Radio, call the Raiders Fan Radio hotline three times. That is 909 345 3346. Uh, leave us a message. Get your message played three times here on the air, and you become a made man. And there is a made man of the made men. We call him the Capo, and he is Aaron, the Q Dog Raider, and he always kicks off our Sea of Fans mailbag. I think. Greetings, Aaron, your Q-Dog Raider coming to you from the east side. Murph, Sonny, Mosh, Little Murph. Uh, the Raiders are relying on several young players to grow up quickly and take on leadership roles. And Arden Key is, you know, he's taking the initiative to become that guy. Specifically, let's talk about Key and his current recruiting campaign. On Monday, Key, he began recruitment of several players via the Twitter sphere by reaching out to safety Tyron Matthew, safety Landon Collins, who we talked about last week. Edge rusher Jadavion Clowney, linebacker Quan Alexander, and defensive end Brandon Graham. I mean, excellent. I mean, super leadership. But I have a question. You mean to tell me C.J. Mosley doesn't have a Twitter handle? Like, come on, 99. Get this respect together. But anyway, <laughs> uh, the Oakland Raiders are inevitably going to be leaving NorCal in order to go to, you know, Sin City. But according to Phil Mattier of the San Francisco Chronicle, uh, the Raiders are closing in on a deal to play once again in Oakland Alameda Coliseum for the 2019 season. Rue, the option is for an extra year in case the Vegas Stadium isn't completed, and that would put them there for the 2020 season. But that is highly unlikely at this point. But this gives owner Mark Davis, who is obviously a master of the teaching of Donald Trump's art of the deal for his continual blundering of the 2019 home field scenario, yet in no way is this a foregone conclusion. On the other options, I mean, everything is faded out. And playing in, you know, even San Diego seems remote at this point. I mean, we were supposed to come up two weeks ago with where we're going to be, our home uh, stadium field and all that. So, so. We really need to get that together. Now, Mitchell Renz posted on his uh, on his blog a question, and this question just simply isn't going away. And the question being is, is Derek Carr and the 25th pick going to the New York football giants in exchange for Odell Beckham Jr.? I'm feeling it. But BetDSI released their odds on the NFL teams and, uh, and likely uh, – who's going to be drafting uh, the little Smurf, Kyler Murray. Now, the Raiders came back with the most odds on this becoming a reality. But anyway, I've been on the phone with uh, several of my partners and stuff, texting back and forth about what the Raiders are going to do with the uh, the trades and things of that nature. But imagine this, a retooled offense for the Oakland Raiders for 2019 featuring OBJ, Antonio Brown, Kyler Murray, Beast Mode, Chris Warren III, Bryce Love, and or Benny Snell or Damian Harris. 
Pair that with a defense-heavy draft to include Josh Allen, free agents Landon Collins, C.J. Mosley, Brandon Graham, and Jadavion Clowney. Respect. We're ready to play some ball. Now, the hit list, Tom Cable and Johnny Townsend. Respect to Emilio, the big Raider trucker, Mojo Raider, B-Dog in a pasture, Raider Ron, and future made man, Raider Ramon in West Virginia. Root. Oh, man, awesome call as usual. Always. Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider, he's the man for a reason. Uh, we call him Capo. And, uh, you know, he, he talked about what Arden Key was doing, uh, you know, playing uh, baby Reggie now that Bruce Irvin is gone. And I have the tweets here. Uh, he, he, yeah, he tweeted all those guys that he, that he mentioned. Uh, and he says, y'all come be an Oakland Raider. Let's change our culture around here. And I know y'all want to be in Vegas. He says, y'all come be an Oakland Raider. Let's build something special. So I, I think that's cool, man. I love it when the uh, when the players lobby on behalf of the organization. I think that's that's uh, that's that's pretty cool. And um, you know, we're gonna talk a lot of bit, a lot of bit. We're gonna talk a little bit more about Derek Carr. Uh, some more uh, as 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 other callers have brought him up as well. Let me just say this: um, I, I'm. I'm a car guy. I, we, we are, are car guys. We root for, for car. And I'm going to give you more specifics on that later uh, to, that kind of justifies and, and leads me to where I'm at. I'm not a blind loyalist to Derek Carr by any means. But there are some things that are very intriguing. While I don't think that a straight trade for your, uh, you know, your, your starting uh, or your quarterback for a, for a wide receiver is necessarily the like a, a, a appropriate swap of talent, but I get where he's going with it. And I think that if you're building for Vegas, the most, you know, the entertainment capital of the world, you could turn the Raiders into much see, must see TV pretty dang quick, regardless of performance. Like you could turn it just on name recognition alone. You could make the Raiders very easily must see. Now, whether that will translate to wins or stuff, I don't know. And I have a little, I have a little bit of heartburn when it comes to the whole dream team type scenarios and teams that look good on paper and all that. I'm all about depth, and I think football is all about depth, and I don't think you'd do it with a few flashy names. But I get where he's going with it. So I could definitely appreciate the thought. So uh, great call as always, uh, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. You know, it's, it's funny that uh, – it's funny as we get into Paul, his email, his weekly email, uh, talking about dream teams because he kind of includes one here. Okay. So I'll read it to you. It All says, right. hello, fellas. Hope you're well. Another week of the preseason has passed, and things have gone a little quiet as thoughts turn toward the combine draft free agency part of the year. My Raider week started in style with you guys bestowing the honor of made man on me. The honor was doubled as I got to share it with James from Arkansas. To share it with a member of your armed forces is an extra treat. Well, thanks for that oh, right on, on his behalf. Uh, the day after I was followed on Twitter by Gorilla Rill, which blew my mind. Oh, so nice. that's cool. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I saw some YouTube footage of John Matuzak and Ted Hendricks hitting some poor guy this week. Whoever it was, he's still laying there. <laughs> and it made me feel guilty that they weren't included on my Mount Rushmore. So I got, I got to thinking, who would be my favorite starting Raiders lineup since I've been watching? Oh. The greatest team of all time. Now, that would be different. That's fun. For example, I never saw Stabler play, so I couldn't include him. A little license has been taken with okay. a couple of the selections, but here it goes. Okay. So I like how he said the people that he has seen play. Yeah. You can't go back in time, you know, but. Those, two, are, those are always the best lists or the ones where you put 
parameters like you put rules on it yeah that always because then it makes you think you know what i mean that's okay, like what so, we do with our mount rushmore so, sure so great here great question is. go for quarterback it. jim plunkett nice. running back marcus allen and bo jackson <gasps> wide receiver cliff branch and timmy brown tight end todd christensen center dave dalby guard charlie hannah and mickey marvin tackles bruce davis and henry lawrence Nice. 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 I like it, man. That's great. On defense, Howie Long and Lyle Alzado. Defensive end. Awesome. Tackles, Greg Townsend and Reggie Kinlaw. Linebackers, Ted Hendricks, Matt Millen, and Rod Martin. Oh, beautiful. Jeez. On the corners, Lester Hayes and Charles Woodson. Oh. Yeah. Oh, interesting. He didn't go with the Hall of Famer, Mike Haynes. I know, right? He goes with Woodson. Well, of course, Woodson's going to be a Hall of Famer, too. Okay. Safety, Mike Davis and Van McElroy. Nice. Punter, Shane Leckler. Okay. And then, of course, Seabass. Seabass, sure. Sure. And then coach, of course, Tom Flores. Tom Flores. And he's, That's and he, fun, yeah, man. That's that, cool. What, a, what, a, what a, yeah. neat, a neat thing to do. Just the players you've seen, you've seen play. Yeah, so I realize that it's it's heavily 80s-based, so it's up to today's guys to earn the right to join my list. Thanks, guys. Love you, Raider Nation. Paul Egerton from Shropshire, Mississippi. That's awesome. Well, you know, the Raiders sort of won two Super Bowls in the 80s, so it's okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, right. That makes sense. I mean, that, that, those teams were littered with uh, some of the all-time greatest players, uh, certainly in Raiders history, so no no shame in that at all. That was, that was fun, Paul. Great email. Yeah. Great email, as always. And, and once again, congratulations on, on being a made man. And I uh, appreciate the shout-out to... Uh, uh, um, uh, to James in Arkansas. All right, uh, Uncle Mosh, new caller to the show. We're going to go out to, uh, I don't know where in Pennsylvania. You know, Pennsylvania is one, uh, one of them states. It's either East Coast or Midwest, right? Right, depends yeah, yeah. On, Depends on where you're at. So I don't know where if, if this guy is. They uh, fight about it just like we fight <laughs> about Middle Tennessee, West Tennessee. Oh, East okay, Tennessee, okay. Yeah. So I don't know if this guy's a, a brethren of the New Jersey guys or if he's a, you know, more more a, a Canton guy or you, whatever. You know what I always like? You can always tell, other than Raider fans, who hates the Steelers more? Philly fans. Philly. Fa- oh, oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And then enemy of my enemy is my friend, right? Absolutely. Okay. Let's hear from our buddy Jack in PA. Hey, Uncle Mosh and Murph. This is uh, Jack from PA. Hey, I've been a longtime listener, huge fan, uh, but this is my first time calling in. Just a little backstory on how I became a Raider fan. I uh, the first NFL game that I remember ever watching was when the Raiders lost to the Bucks in the Super Bowl. I was uh, just sitting on my dad's bed, just flipping through the channels, and happened to turn on that Raiders game. Sat there and was glued to the whole the whole game, um, and ever since it's been history. Anyway, uh, before the three minutes are up, I, I just want to get a couple things out there. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the free agency and the draft. First, uh, I'll go over what what I think we should do in free agency, at least a little bit of that. Uh, so we are losing a ton of players in free agency this year. So our cap number that, that we are seeing right now is, is a little bit more limited than what it's going to be like considering we're going to have to sign quite a bit of players in the, in the off season. So, uh, as free agency goes, I think maybe we should pick up a middle linebacker just because the draft doesn't seem to have too much talent this year. Um, and, uh, for the rest of that, I know we need, cornerback and safety and a bunch of offensive linemen for depth. Uh, so we're going to be signing a lot of players, maybe not, maybe not tons of all-star cast players, but we're going to be picking up a, at least some, 
some good players in the in the free agency. Uh, for the draft, at least for the first round, our fourth pick, I think, should either go to Josh Allen or Quinn and Williams. Uh, I won't even mention both because I doubt he will be there. Um, if those two aren't on the board, I think that we are going to trade back or that we should trade back. Uh, the rest of our first-round picks, I think, should either go to uh, all defensive players, maybe a defensive lineman, uh, defensive tackle, uh, or maybe a, a safety or a corner. And uh, if we're not going to do that, I think we should at least grab one offensive lineman at the uh, 24th or 27th pick. Uh, the rest of the draft, I'm going to have to do a little bit more research, take a look at some more people just so I can get a better better understanding of what the landscape's going to be. Uh, anyway, that's about it. Uh, I just wanted to thank you guys again. Uh, I, I'm scrounging all the time for new Raiders uh, content, and you guys are awesome. So I just want to say thank you for all that you do, and uh, we'll definitely be calling in again. All right, you guys, have a good one. Bye. All right, there he is, Jack at PA. Thank you, Jack. Calling two more times, my friend, and uh, you will join the crew and become a made man here on on Raiders Fan Radio. So yeah, a lot of good draft talk there. Uh, and you know, in Mosh, it's it's fun to speculate. I'm not going to sure. crap on, on on anybody for for speculating, but it, I think here's what here's what I think. There's and, you guys are listening to our show, so I guess you care a little bit about what we think. Here's what I here's here's what I say about this mock drafts and all this stuff. As we as fans, I think it's fun, and especially if you keep it in perspective, it's fun to float out whatever craziness. Where I get crossed up is when the media does it. When people that are supposed to be journalists You mean folks that get paid to do it? Paid to do it, respected journalists that should be accountable to their thoughts and opinions and their reporting when they do it and it becomes news. That's when I get, that's when it just, I, I have an issue with it. Right. You know what right, I mean? Right, because right. It, like, what do you think? I, I, no, I totally agree. It, it, Cause half the time they, they, they make it sound like, Oh, Justin did it, did it breaking news. Right. And it, what they need to say is did it, did it, my opinion. Yes. You know? Yes, Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Uh, great call there. Thanks again, Jack and uh, PA. All right. Houston Raider Steve. Uh, we're going to hear from him next. Okay. I'll wait. I'll save my comments on Houston Raider Steve until after the call. But this will, right. this will be an interesting. I'm interested to hear your feedback, especially because I know where I came out on this one. Hey, Murph Mosh. This is Houston Raider Steve. I saw the movie Cold Pursuit today, and Liam Neeson's character is uh, lives outside of Denver, Colorado, and he's out in his snowplow truck, and they're uh, – He's listening to talk radio, sports talk. And the uh, question they put out is, who's the biggest uh, or greatest uh, Denver Broncos quarterback, John Elway or Peyton Manning? Being Raider fans and everything, I believe the Broncos are our biggest rival. And and I just want to get your opinion, you and Uncle Mosh. Who do you think is the greatest quarterback uh, for the Broncos, Manning or Elway? And maybe we can put it up as a poll thing up on, your, on the Facebook and uh, do a fan vote. Anyway, great show. Take care and God bless. Go Raiders. We're going to be back this year, baby. All right. I I love you, Houston Raiders, Steve. I'm, I know you're listening right now. And uh, may, they may not live, but I know you're going to hear, hear this. I love you. I appreciate every single one of your phone calls. And I'm going to play another one of your phone calls here in a minute. I'm going to play that second call because I'm going to hope that that will redeem yourself from this long Because, <laughs> Steve, if I put up a Broncos poll on our Raiders not fan radio... It will, I will, that will be social media suicide for that is never going to happen. Now I'm all about the NFL. I love the NFL of the sport. Uh, I'm more than just a Raider fan. I'm a sports nut and especially I'm an NFL nut. 
And so the conversation is interesting, but you're never going to catch us debating who the best Bronco anything is ever anywhere near this show. That was never going to happen, my friend. You and I have debated at nauseum the fact that I like Pepe. Yeah. But I, I never recognized Pepe as a Bronco. <laughs> Pepe wore orange. Because the University of Tennessee That's is orange. Right, yeah. And I would say, yeah, everybody out there on his team is wearing Bronco orange, but Pepe's in UT orange. <laughs> I liked the guy because of his Tennessee connection. Right. I, had, I liked him when he was a cult. But uh, no, no. no. I, I never wanted the Broncos to win. I just wanted to see Pepe. Yeah, and, you know, and you're a fan and, of his, and, and you're a fan I'm of his a, long I'm before. A, I'm a I get fan it. of his, not of theirs. Yeah. So to even – we talked about we talked about my brother flipping off Mile High Stadium. Yeah. We also have a picture of me outside of Elway's restaurant <laughs> getting sick <laughs> by yeah. the smell. That, yeah. It's, it, this conversation ends right now. Mosh – who is better, Dan Fouts or Philip Rivers? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. <laughs> we love you, Steve. We love Keep Steve. calling, bro. Keep calling. But 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 calling. Why with, you gotta shake up the net? But calling. <laughs> <laughs> why why Steve gotta shake up the keep, net like that? Keep calling, but calling with other ideas. <laughs> oh, we love you. We're just just playing. Just play. appreciate the input. Uh, Let's play another call. Let's cleanse the palate and go back to Houston Raiders Steve. Murphy Mosh, Houston Raiders Steve. I ran into a friend of mine today and he says, Well, what do you think about Brady? You think he's the GOAT, the greatest of all time? And I said, Well, being a Raider fan, I can't really say that, but I can see where people would say that. And he said, What about Bel- Belichick? And I said, Belichick? And he says, Yeah. I said, Well, same sentiment. I said, since the Tuck game, everything changed because uh, we all know that it was a fumble that Woodson recovered, and it started the uh, Patriots on their journey to – so he says, well, what do you think about Gruden? I said, I think he's great. He's building the team up. I can't – I'm excited about the four draft picks, and I just can't wait. He goes, I can't be a fan because of Marcus Allen, the way they treated Marcus. And I said, well, you have to realize if Al Davis thought he was being disrespected or he thought that yep. – um, it was all about the team. Maybe he thought that Marcus thought he was a little bit uh, above that. I mean, you know, better than the team. And so that probably caused friction. And I said, well, a friend of mine ran into him at the concession stand, the game that uh, Marcus Allen lit the uh, Al Davis torch. And I said, I was there at that game myself. He, said, he was wearing his, uh, my friend was wearing his jersey, Marcus's jersey. Got a tap on the shoulder. And he looked around. It was Marcus Allen. He shook his hand. He says, thanks for representing me and my, wearing my jersey. So that was pretty awesome. I said, you know what? I said, you're an honorary Raider fan. I said, you know, I thought about it later on, and I said, you know, like they say, there's 31 teams, and then there's the Raiders. The Raiders is uh, something we do every day of our life. We're more than happy to wear the shield. The more they tear tear us down, the critics, the more we stand behind the shield. It's an attitude. Uh, In my job, I'm a conformist, as I have to be, but outside, I'm kind of a free spirit, and it's just the attitude that we take on. I mean, as as Raider fans, you know, it's a choice. It's something I'll be the rest of my life. My mom would always ask me, well, how'd the Raiders do today? She knew I loved uh, Villapiano and Tatum and, and uh, of course, Stabler and, and Howie Long, Marcus Allen, Bo Jackson, you name it. It was just it was just an amazing thing, you know. It's, it's, it's just something that, that you can't really understand it unless you're a Raider fan, as you, as you all well know. So 
just want to get your thoughts about what you think about that and go Raiders. All right. Okay, Mr. Redemption. Yeah, right? You know, he did come good. on. And, and I thought, oh, no, now he's – so it was bad enough we're going to have to debate Pepe and Elwayway, but now <laughs> we're going to have to debate Bella Cheat and Brady. <laughs> and, then, and then he's like – he ends with – he lands with some nice old-school yeah, stuff right there. Yeah. Houston Steve's a classic. He's absolutely, he's classic. absolutely. And I love it. And he says, you know, I'm a conformist at work because I have to be. But yeah, outside of that, I'm a free, I love outside it. I'm a free spirit. Good great job. job. Great job, Steve. Absolutely. Great call. All right. Let's go here from another one of our made men and hear from our buddy Red up in Yakima, Washington. Murph, Uncle Marsh. What's going on? Red up here in Yakima. Started a call and talking a little draft with you guys. Uh, we really need an edge rusher. I hear that. Um, but I really don't think we're going to land Josh Allen or even Quentin Williams at that. <laughs> and uh, I think if we would take a DB with that fourth pick, I mean, if we can lock down the corners, that will lead to more coverage sacks. Because I think we can land uh, a couple edge rushers later on in the draft. I mean, there's... Uh, Jalen Ferguson, Carl Granderson out of Wyoming. We could probably land in the second round. Or we can even get into the third and fourth round and land uh, Chase Winovich out of Michigan, or even Austin Bryant out of Clemson, or Ben Banigou out of TCU. Uh, and later on in the rounds, I'd like to see us go after a couple wide receivers. I mean, there's David Sills out of West Virginia, be a later round pick. Uh, Little Jordan Humphrey out of Texas. I've seen uh, Hakeem Butler out of Iowa State link to us. There's Jalen Smith out of Louisville. would be a, a big uh, possession receiver. And, uh, yeah, man, what, let me know what you guys got, got to say about that. Hope, hope If we're going to take the fourth pick on the edge rusher, I hope it's Clevin Farrell or Ed Oliver. Talk to you guys later. Go Raiders. All right, great job, Red. Appreciate the phone call. So, yeah, to answer your question, you you threw down a lot of names there, man. And, yeah, and you did. And there's a lot of guys, that, frankly, that I'm unfamiliar with. Uh, some of the, you know, the, like the guy from the Louisville wide receiver, some players that I'm not familiar with. Uh, um, but but there's a few in there you're going to hear from us. So you ask about what my opinion is on it. You're going to hear more of that as we continue to highlight kind of some of the the, the more high profile players and what the Raiders are going to do in that in that fourth spot uh, because I think that's the one we can really hone in on. You know, if they don't trade back, I mean, again, everything is contingent on free agency and, and movement and as they call them now, Vegas Mike. I mean, you never know what that guy's going to do uh, with, with the pick there. So we'll we'll see. But uh, a lot of moving parts. But appreciate the phone call. Appreciate dropping all the names and I will definitely follow up on uh, on many of those. All right, Uncle Mosh, um, we have a lot of favorites around here. And, uh, man, one of the guys that's, that's climbing the charts in, 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 in my book is becoming one of the, uh, uh, the, the great callers of our show. And uh, we're going to hear from our buddy Raider Beto. And, Mosh, you know the city. Yeah. Where's he from? Raider Beto, you know the city. I'm so happy that I've been awarded the Sizzler. I only needed some webs to do it. So Joe Skinny <laughs> has been traded to the Burros. And I'm happy. Another inconsistent quarterback in Denver. Now, on a serious note, I'm still sick and tired of everyone wanting to trade Derek Carr. Part of my language, I'm sick of this shit. Because, look, trading Derek Carr, we could have another Jamarcus in our hands. Or we could have a Pat Mahomes. But either way, or we could also have a whole decade of trying to find a quarterback going through backup quarterbacks. So I'm sick of this. Stop wanting to trade Derek Carr. 
trade anyone else but Derek Carr. Anyway, there are signs that lead that Raiders are going to play in Oakland for the 2019 season, which that should have been the case. But I also kind of don't want them to play in 2019 season because going to the last game in 2018, or so-called last game, and I kind of want to be like, oh, yeah, I went to the last game, so I don't have to, you know, go to the, the, the last, last game in 2019. But either way, <laughs> so that's good that, um, you know, Raiders might play in Oakland again in 2019. And hopefully, and, the, and another thing, uh, I don't really think the Raiders have a tough schedule, you know. I don't know. I may be biased because, you know, Raiders all day. But I don't really think they have a tough schedule because the NFC North is pretty inconsistent. The only consistent team is probably the Bears. And, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. But look what he did this season. AFC South, the only real well, – AFC South maybe um, – well, the AFC South is pretty inconsistent as well. Then you got the Jets, which it's the Jets, so, you know. And I forgot the other teams. But, yeah, I don't think the Raiders have a really tough season next year. It just all depends who we get, you know. You know what I'm saying? But, um, so, you know, go Raiders and, you know, oh. Those Dodgers. Ah! Throwing in their Dodgers shots there. Uh, well, I, well, well, I respect a, a well-timed shot, though, in terms of sports rivalries. You know, uh, Beto, he, uh, man, Beto's d- on it, man. Yeah. I love it. He got Huevos and Burros in there, man. I love <laughs> it when good. he throws some Spanish at us, man. He, I just love it, cool. man. But uh, he kind of he kind of dropped the ball he, a little bit. He yoked the first two out of the park. Yes, but that third trip to the plate, like a Dodger, goes down swinging. I'm telling you, you uh, know, even even Babe Ruth had more strikeouts than anybody. That's exactly you right. You know, and he kind of so, he he whiffed on one of them. Hit us. With he him. whiffed on one of them. So in terms of strength of schedule, uh, those of you that are on the YouTube feed, you can see that I kind of threw it up there. Beto, uh, the Raiders have the toughest uh, in terms of strength of schedule heading into the 2019 season. So when we look at the collective winning percentage of the Raiders' opponents uh, for the next season, they are they are number one in the league for for toughest uh, in terms of wins and losses. So the the collective of the Raiders' opponents in 2019 won 137 games, lost 117, and tied two, which gives them a 53.9 percent winning percentage. Next. Next up is the Broncos. No surprise because we're in the same division, so we're going to have a lot of the uh, similar opponents. Next up, the Broncos, then the Jaguars, Texans, Bears, Chiefs, Falcons, Colts, Titans, Vikings to kind of round out your top 10 with a few in there that are tied. Bottom of the list, listen to this, Mosh. Bottom of the list, Raider Nation, the lowest winning percentage, so the easiest schedules. Number one, the Washington Redskins. But guess who's next? The Patriots and the Rams are next for easiest schedules. So guess what? Guess who's going to be in the AFC championship game next year? And guess who better be there to knock them off? At least have a shot. Look, we started that dynasty. We kicked it off. Let's see if we can get a run at this thing to to, to reverse the direction here and and, and knock that dynasty down. Uh, you know, and 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 take out the Patriots. I don't know if we're gonna have a team or not to take out the Patriots, but wouldn't it be poetic? And that you if, know, if and, we ever had a shot. In, in Beto's defense, he did say that. He, he said, did say he that. Did yeah, say, we yeah, don't know yeah. what kind of team we're gonna have. You know, and then That's of course, true. and then he. Uh, uh, he, he, he just chimed in when he says uh, on the chat, he says, oh, man, I forgot about the AFC West. <laughs> you know, That's what got uh, him. That's what got yeah. him. Cause it, because the division is San, uh, San Diego. Uh, that team that wears the, the blue uh, and, and, the, and the white, uh, they uh, were pretty darn good. And then, of course, we know the ketchup and mustard squad is, is pretty good as well. All right, uh, next up, let's hear from our buddy Alex in Tucson, Arizona. Hey, guys. 
Alex Sandoval from Tucson, Arizona. I'm just calling in today, wanting to talk about uh, Derek Carr and the Raiders. Um, so Derek Carr is a mediocre quarterback, and um, it's you know it's it's kind of tough to label him that. You know he's 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 had a he's had a rough couple of years. He's had several head coaches. He's had several quarterbacks coaches. He's been injured. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't have the best all line. He doesn't have any more receivers. But when you, when you, when it's all said and done, he's a mediocre quarterback. Okay. My question to you guys is: at what, at what point do you move on from a mediocre Derek Carr? For me, I, I, I believe in Derek Carr. I think Mike Mayock and John Gruden believe in Derek Carr. But at, at what point do you, do you, do you need to move on from him? Does that, does that mean that we draft a quarterback this year in this year's draft? Does that mean that we give him, you know, a chance this 2019 season? And maybe if he doesn't produce, do we, do we consider drafting a quarterback next season? Or do we give him a longer kind of, you know, pass or extension, you know, past next year's, um, draft? I don't know. I don't know what, you know, it's a really hard, it's a really hard decision to make. Would you guys be upset if we drafted somebody like Kyler Murray in the first round? I don't know. Just a lot of questions, a lot of hypotheticals. Um, in the end, I, I think Derek Carr is going to do it. Um, I think that we're under great, under great um, coaching with John Gruden. I think Mike Mayock is going to be great help. Um, I hope that they can evaluate Derek Carr correctly and that we can we can get to winning again. All right, thanks, guys. Have a good one. You know he he uh, he brings up a good point. Okay. When do when do you pull the plug? But my thing is he's only had one season under the new regime. Yeah. You know, and and it's in it, it, the conversation about pulling the plug. It's way too early right now. It's way too early. Absolutely. Right now. And you know, Mosh, there's a um, you know, calling him mediocre. I think he's he's been victim of mediocre teams mediocre coaching, mediocre environments, whatever you want to pin on. And I'm, look, I'm not absolving him for any responsibility, especially early in the year this We've last year. We've been hard year. on him on he this th- show. He threw some funky-ass passes in the first part of the year this last year. There were some very questionable things that sure. that guy did with the football. Um, but also, and I look, there are very few players in the NFL quarterbacks I'm speaking of specifically very few quarterbacks have and had the ability to elevate everybody around them to extremely high levels okay so when you look at at the guy in New England that everybody hates that love him or hate him he makes everybody around him better. He throws people open. There's a reason that he's had a revolving door at wide receiver and he still can win Super Bowls, okay? He makes those around him better. I think Drew Brees is one of those kind of guys. Makes people around him better. I think Marino was one of those guys. Makes everybody around him better. There are handfuls of guys. But you're talking about the elite of the elite. The best of the best. The most part of the NFL yep. are guys like Derek Carr, Matthew Stafford, Joe Flacco, right? 
even Roethlisberger, like that's the majority of the, the of the players. So what do those players need? They need a system. They need a defense. They need weapons. They need other things around them. They're not going to just go out there and single-handedly be the elite of the elite and win you a championship. You got to have pieces around them. So here's what I say about Derek Carr. Once those things are around him, once we have a consistent pass rush and a defense that can get off the field with any kind of regularity, and he has a couple more than just a target, sure, more than just sure. Michael Crabtree to just throw it up to. Once he has two or three people to throw to, maybe a decent running game, an offensive line that can protect him. Once we get to that point and we still see failure, yeah, bye. See you later. Then I'm willing to move on from him, and you're never going to hear us apologize for him again. But you've got to take those things into consideration because, look, while he may be a good quarterback, he's not Tom Brady. Look, and I would love it if he was, but he's not. He's not even freaking, like I said, Dan Marino or whoever else you want to put out there. He's not that kind of a guy. He's that kind of a guy as far as a leadership goes. He's an amazing leader. But as far as arm talent and all that rest of the stuff, he's just not the, you know, the, the elite of the elite. But listen, here's one other thing I got. And I'm going to break some news for you here too, Raider Nation. Neither was Stabler. Neither was Jim Plunkett. Neither was freaking Rich Gannon. And all three Plunkett of them. was thought to be a bust. Yeah. And when you watch, go back and watch Plunkett film, he wasn't dropping dimes 40 yards downfield like Kurt Warner was and coming right, out with like right. pinpoint precision and super high velocity or whatever. You know what he looked like? Peyton Manning in his later years. Mm-hmm. Wobbly, wounded ducks that just kind of find their way to people. That's what Plunkett was. So you don't have to have like some freaking super rock star quarterback to win a championship. You just don't have to have it. But you got to have other stuff to go around him. All right, let's move on. Uh, Mosh, I guess we're ready. Hit the button. Sizzler. 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 Hey, I didn't have to do it this time. You didn't? No, I hit the button correctly. <laughs> so so we're we're uh man you're gonna be shocked on my sizzler this okay week. all right so a lot of folks you know you i love i love the chat they chime in on who they think the sizzler is. oh i love know? it okay right and on we, and we kicked it off with jack first time caller out of pa uh i loved how he started off one of the questions we always ask what's your family legacy what's how did you become yes. a raiders fan talking about sitting on his old man's bed that was great he understood we need a linebacker he did his draft research great call great call and of course we had houston steve where he doubled up he uh <laughs> houston, houston steve went from feast to famine on us man, uh, yeah, with, yeah. His, with his elway peyton and then and then redeemed himself on that next call when he was talking about bella cheat i love that but he said something great he said you know there's 31 teams and the raiders and then yeah. you know kicked it off really i mean really brought himself back up there with all that old school talk you know brought up Marcus Allen and and that great story and he's always got great stories and Red and Yakima Red I mean, man, uh, I think Q-Dog said that, that that Red needs to be giving pep talks to the team. You know? <laughs> yeah. He gave – what I liked about what Red did is he gave us a bunch of choices, but it wasn't all regional. No. It was national. Yeah, you know? like yeah. We, 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 you and I being here in the, in the center of SEC country, oh, yeah. we, you know, we get our exposure to them. He went all over. But who can forget Beto and his huevos? <laughs> you know? Two weeks in a row he hits us with the huevos. You know? And I loved his last game squared. 
You know, yeah, I went to the last game, and then I'm going to go to the last game again. You know, uh, and, and, it, and it was a great call. And then, of course, Alex in Tucson is D.C. mediocre. He was, he, was, he was bringing up something that we've all talked about, you know. But, but our sizzler today goes to Paul. Is oh, from an email. Oh, nice. Paul kicks it off, you know, thanking us for the for you know the draft and the combine, and he he bestows, you know, but he he brings up Gorilla Rilla, and then he follows it in the next sentence with with John Matuzak and Ten Hendricks smashing some guy and leaving him laying still <laughs> in 2019, and then that great starting lineup from the teams that he's That's seen cool. giving us a whole new way stuff that we can play with later on so our sizzler 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 goes to newly made man paul edgerton from shopshire mississippi awesome through job, an email. paul congratulations my friend that is awesome man good call mosh great call on that uh, all right, we are up against the clock. I, I hate to because, uh, oh, you need to play Rogue's Gallery. Go for it. We are Metallica, and we are here. I was giving you the look. From the Walking Dead to Errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a Rogue's Gallery. <laughs> Good one, Mosh. Excuse me. Hey, so uh, <laughs> do you remember the conversation we had before we started the show tonight? Oh, yeah, we're going to go 45 minutes. We're going <laughs> to. Yeah, said, 45. What are we at? Four hours? Well, I said, Mosh, we're going to be out of here in like an hour, probably. I said, we're, you know, 90 minutes tops. We barely got anything. It's now we're at almost at the two hour mark, and I have two more things to play. But I'm gonna have to. We're gonna have to hold them, guys. Uh, I got a great um, uh, couple of pop cultures. I I didn't have to do any heavy lifting this week. Uh, Raider Nation, you guys hooked us up, and we got great calls from Raider Rue and also Jeff and SoCal, and they had uh, Raiders and pop culture submissions. But uh, I'm gonna have to save them to next week, guys, because we're we're just out of time tonight. Uh, but I, I'm going to play them next week. I will put them. In fact, we may even do it at the top of the show just to make sure that we get them in because I do appreciate those guys, especially Jeff, because it was his first call. So I, I definitely yeah, want. Want to honor Jeff and, and thank him for for calling into the show. So um, so we'll save that for next week. Um, so Mosh, if you want to hit our hit our outro uh, yeah. stuff there. So just want to remind everybody for coming to the draft, uh, definitely hit us up. We are uh, much appreciative if you would make uh, Raiders Fan Radio part of your draft plans. Uh, come have lunch with us. Uh, we're probably going to do this thing around noon. I, I, did, I said all that earlier and I never gave a time. We're going to look at right at noon uh, to go live and we'll do a, a, an episode of Raiders Fan Radio and you all are going to be part of it. We're going to have extra mics set up and uh, so folks can come in and sit down with us so we can talk to our made men and uh you know kind of rotate folks through and probably won't have any agenda other than to just maybe talk about what happened in the draft the two prior days and then just talk to our made men man and just kind of have an, yeah. an, an episode celebrating the fans that are there and, and raider nation that is there to uh, uh to do it big for the draft man it's going to be awesome so please join us uh thank you for those of you that have joined us in the chat are we um, back next week are we? I think we uh, we talked about that. We'll let you know. We'll let you know we'll if we're going to be back that. next week. Uh, for those of you that have joined us live tonight in the chat at uh, youtube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave, Running Bear Zeke, I Like It Spooky, Raider Trav, Aaron the Q-Dog, Raider, 
Joseph Morales, Primo, uh, Bobby Wasabi. Uh, appreciate everybody joining us in there. Tuklas, I see in there. Chris Potts, of course. Raider Critique. I can't scroll up and get everybody, but I appreciate you all joining us live. We appreciate you very much, and we will talk to you either next week or the week after. We'll let you know that soon. But until then, Uncle Mosh! Thanks for listening tonight, everybody. For Murph, this is your old Uncle Mosh. You've been listening to Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark, dark side. Don't forget, what happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Push the damn button! Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.